Welcome to the Caging Call-In Show with your hosts, Shimmy, Cannon, Jeremy, Emilio, Frank, Jojo, Pat, and Kin. Special guests include Caging Greatness Valentine Marco Manone, the Projectionist Lending Library host Eric Klein, and Dolly Parton. And now, Caging Colin. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode of Caging Call-In. I'm your host, Shimmy, uh, apparently abandoned by literally everyone in the opening credits. <clears throat> we had a stacked lineup for this essentially filler episode, but uh, it seems that some people are upset at being left behind to deal with the insanity of our callers last time, and this has now been done to me. So, I'll be taking your calls today, and I can't guarantee that I'll be able to maintain my calm, but we're going to try. So, caller number one, you're on the air with Caging Greatness. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this question's for, uh, I guess, everybody. I, I recently stumbled upon this, uh, this podcast as a part of my recommendations for, for new things to listen to, and it was called Caging Greatness, and I, I thought this would be about, like, cages, you know, like, like cages for birds, or, like, cages for, like, animals or something, but instead it's just, you guys are talking about the movies with Nicolas Cage, and it, it, it's not even, like, completely like consistent like some some weeks you talk about like john travolta or you have like an impression game or something like i i don't understand why I, i've listened to a couple of episodes now and, and not even once do you guys talk about actual cages i mean you know some people out there need like recommendations on how to cage things or house things you know like maybe a person for some other reasons that are undisclosed and maybe could get someone placed into jail, but I, I mean, I would never look for something like that. I do listen to a lot of murder podcasts, though. Those are kind of popular these days. Do you guys ever think about doing, like, an episode where you talk about murdering people? It, that, that, that seems like something. I, mean, I just think that the name Caging Greatness could be a little misleading, and especially for someone who's looking into cages. I, I have a few animals that actually need cages. You know, that they, they just roam around the house and I I can't have them running around everywhere, especially when I try and have company over. You know, but I, I will say I did enjoy a few of the episodes. Uh, Zandali was a great episode. I, I watched it quite a, I, I rewatched it a few times. You, uh, you guys did a great job of talking about it. I don't know why you would hate it so much. But anyway, yeah, I, I, how do you feel about cages? Just let me know. Yes, officer, Thank you. Uh, he's on the line right now. And uh, <clears throat> uh, so, uh, yes, you know, that's an excellent question, caller. 
Um, cages are a very important part of recreational activities. And uh, if you would like to stay on the line with us, I will transfer you over to special uh, our, our resident cage expert, and he will get your name and location and any other relevant information um, as quickly as possible. And we will send someone out to help you with your cages. Can't have... Can't have cage things escaping. Yes, officer, he's this one right here. So I'm going to transfer you over. Please ignore any noises you might hear later. Uh, our cage and greatness truck sounds an awful lot like police sirens, but it's not, I promise. Uh, so yeah, thank you for your call. Next caller? Oh, yes, I'm calling about your review of cheeses. Sir, I'm, I'm very upset about how much you, you heathens, particularly the shimmy and Jeremy character, just dousing everything about fine cheeses. I mean, craft singles, are you for sure? It's, it's not even cheese. It's not even legally cheese. And you had the audacity, sir, to just shit all over these fine fine cheeses. After your intern worked so hard to determine and research these cheeses, and you just decided to just shit all over them. Just, just all over them. It was horrible. I'll have you know I caved aged cheddar is quite delicious. Full of flavor. You really get that good caviness from it. And even like ones with truffles. You know, do you know how hard truffles are to find? They have to get pigs to search for truffles. And you, you're out here just scoffing at it, just hating on it. All for your craft singles. <laughs> I have you, sir, for your selection of craft singles. There are such better cheeses out there. There are fine Swisses and Goudas. There's even ones made with champagne and coffee. You, you even shit on coffee. How dare you? You're terrible. Don't ever come near cheeses again. If I catch you reviewing cheeses, I'll find you and I'll shove a caved aged cheddar down your throat and you'll enjoy it. Good day, sir. You know, this caller brings up an excellent point about truffle pigs. Truffle pigs uh, do uh, search out truffles, and it was the subject of one of our favorite Nicolas Cage movies of last year, Pig. Pig was a fantastic film with a very nuanced, restrained performance by Nicolas Cage. Uh, it's highly recommended. We definitely loved the movie, and I am going to rewatch it this weekend while eating an entire block of Kraft Mild Cheddar. That'll be my snack, and it'll be better than any cave-aged anything ever. So please, go watch Pig, listen to our review, and enjoy Kraft Singles. Next caller. Um, yes, uh, this, is a, this is a question for Jeremy. Uh, I just want you to know that I, I really appreciate all the hard work you do on researching all of the films. As an actual movie critic, from one to another, I appreciate all that you do. The others, you know, the shimmy and the cannon and the, all of the other people who come on, they, they don't understand the true depth of all of the hard work you put in in researching these films and reading what appears to be Wikipedia notes constantly in your spare time, or even watching films. 
you know, truly you understand and appreciate the art of a good art house film, unlike the rest of them. In fact, Shimmy himself has said that he doesn't like art house movies. Well, sir, the art house doesn't like you. In fact, we'll make an entire film about it. It'll be an art house movie about a man who doesn't like art house movies, and it'll win tons of awards, but it'll never win an Oscar because that's just how things are in the art house world. It'll be a long, a three-hour film. It'll have a long, overdone opening. But you know who will appreciate it? That Jeremy guy. Because he works really, really hard at studying these films. In fact, I believe he, he's even said before that he was a film person. He may not be nowadays, but that's fine. I, I see his heart. The rest of you clearly do not have the care and the love for films that he does. Maybe you should. You can learn a few lessons from the man. In fact, I believe your numbers have gone up as I have enjoyed listening to the episodes with him in it. So yes, you should review more art house films. And I will maybe give you more of a style review on whatever program that I need to review it on. I look forward to this three-hour movie about my distaste for arthouse films. I'm sure it'll be several beautiful cinematography shots of mountains and trees, and then a strange naked man saying something in a foreign language that doesn't actually exist. And then it'll cut to credits because the director ran out of money from his mother because she didn't want to finance his bullshit either. I hope... Uh, that you enjoy your art house film, and uh, by the way, film, one syllable, just one. It's not film. 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 Next caller. I asked this. This is a question for Shimmy. Shimmy, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate your love for the Arnold movies. They are, they're quite great. I, I'm very sad to find out that Commando was the number two most listened to episode. Clearly it should have been number one instead of all of the Dragon Con episodes with all the nerds. They clearly do not appreciate how awesome Arnold is. And, you know, it was also your birthday. And so, you know, I'm sorry your birthday gift did not get there in time. I... it think it got held up in the mail. The sword from Conan can only travel through the mail so much. I tried my best to get it to you. You know, you've also done great films like Jingle All The Way and Last Action Hero. Maybe you should do some more Arnold movies. In fact, you know, Arnold could probably beat up Nicolas Cage. I don't know if there's a movie yet out where Arnold and Nicolas Cage were in the same film together, but I'm sure Arnold would just beat him up. He's just a tiny man. And Arnold is so big and muscular. I mean, he was even in Predator. He fought like an evil alien thing out in the woods. In the jungle. You know, he was in the jungle too in Commando at one point. But he also wanted to live out on the countryside with his daughter. And then the people came and they took his daughter. How could they take his daughter like that? That's just terrible. I just, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I get a little worked up every time I think about that movie. Clearly, you just need to rename the show Arnold is Awesome, and maybe your listens will go up even more. I'm sure it'll be a quite a hit in California and in Sweden, and maybe even Austria and some of the other European countries where Arnold is really famous. 
But anyway, I think you're awesome, Shimmy. The rest of them are just puny nerds. Have a great evening and happy belated birthday. Thank you, caller. I really appreciate that that you like what we're doing. And, uh, you know, I, I gotta say, you sound familiar. Can't place it, but I'm sure it'll come to me. Uh, I, I would love to do a show about Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of the greatest heroes, thespians, uh, politicians, just a great man all around. I adore him. Uh, I could never say a single bad thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, especially since the check cleared. And look forward to more Schwarzenegger-based reviews whenever it lands on my choice for our uncaged wheel. Next caller. Uh, yes, this question is for Cannon. Cannon, where do you get off calling yourself the best chef of 2021? I wasn't even in the running. And I've made some of the best sandwiches around. I make one of the best, and I mean absolute best, Nutella sandwiches ever. You put like two slices of bread, toast that shit up, put some peanut butter and some Nutella on it, maybe even a slip of slices of banana. Man, people come from miles around just to eat this shit. And there's no way that you're the best chef, because clearly I am. You don't even know how to make a good grilled chicken sandwich, I bet. You don't even know how to slice them tomatoes correctly and get some of the crisp freshest lettuce man that's it we need to have a sandwich off just me and you and i'm gonna take that reward from you and then i want to win the best chef of 2023 you need to get down here and work on this fucking line with me and i'll show you how to make a goddamn sandwich it'll even be the best sandwich ever i will make a hell of a good meatball sub and you'll eat it and you'll be like that's a fucking good meatball sub fucking best chef of 20 i can't believe this shit that's right, me and you, Cannon, we're going to have a sandwich off one of these days. That way, I, I'll show you who's actually the best chef. Wow. So, uh, seems like Cannon just has lots of mortal enemies these days. People just coming out of the woodwork to challenge him to cook-offs and sandwich-offs. And one day he'll actually actually take people up on this, I think. Maybe we have the makings of a show. Like an actual, an actual TV show. Caging Greatness Cook-Off. That's, that's a good idea. I'm going to have to look into that. Uh, somebody, somebody text Cannon and tell him he needs to start boning up on his recipes. Especially his Nutella sandwiches, I suppose. Next caller... And another thing, Cannon. I am the best chef of 2022. My sandwiches, they are beautiful. They are wonderful. And anyone who adds Nutella to them can just fuck right off. I am the true best chef. Better than you. Better than this sandwich artist who just called in. Of course I was listening. I am French. Well, I don't know what I expected. Next caller. Uh, yes, this, uh, this question's for Pat. Uh, I would just like to, to just comment on your just excellent and brilliant editing skills, sir. You, 
Your editing is, is just, just so fantastic on I've, I've listened to many of your AYCH shows and your your Ultra Ultraman show and all the others and I just it's just ah, it's just beautiful your your editing skills and just how seamlessly the episode flows together. It's unlike the people on the Caging Greatness who don't understand how to edit a single fucking episode. I can hear the breaks. It just breaks my heart. But when yours, it's like I hear the angels descending from the heavens and just glorious sounds and just your your shield brilliance and just how well you structure the episodes. I mean, it's just, oh, clearly you deserve a, a better platform. If you would like to move AOICH onto greater things, I, I'll include my contact information in this, uh, in, in an email attached after this phone call. On this call-in show, which, which, which I don't even know why I'm calling in. I should be calling into another show. Why does not? Why does AYCH not have its own college? Clearly, it's not as vastly. It's just it's beneath it. This caging greatness nonsense has to scrape from the bottom of the bucket to just make content. It's where you just it just flows froth. Ah, oh, Pat, it's just it's wonderful. Thank you, thank you for all you do. Hmm. Well. Let me give you a taste of my editing prowess. You're a dirty, rotten piece of it. Go for yourself. I'm taking it up to the tallest skyscraper with cheese. And then once they're filled with cheese, lots of rat burrow into your inside donkey, which I'll then shove off in black clothes casket for all the cheese. Fuck you. And another thing, Canon, you don't even understand exactly how you structure a perfectly fine sandwich that you can just dig into. Your fucking best shaft of 2021, huh? What is it? Do you know how to structure a sandwich, prayer? Do you know how to cut it right down the edges? I bet you like your sandwich without even crust on it. You probably just use just whatever bread you find lying around. It's probably terrible bread. You gotta use a wheat. You gotta use a rye. You gotta get something with a nice marbling to it. Maybe get your French baguette, split that thing down the middle, add some pastrami and rye on the center, and a little bit of sauerkraut. Man... That's it. I'm just, I'm just getting fired up listening to this. How dare you win this award? And I was never even mentioned whatsoever. It's just, I don't even see how the other people put up with you. I bet you've never even cooked for them. They're your friends. They're your co-hosts. You gotta share meals with people. But I bet you don't, because you're always up on your high horse with your 2021 award. Ha! I'll, get, I'll win Best Sandwich for 2023 and Best Chef, and I'll rub it in your face, and then I'll make you eat, and you'll like it. Oh, so hold on. I gotta go back to my shift at Jimmy John's now. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> now we know where to find him. Next caller. Uh, yes. Uh, this question is for, uh, Cannon, or, uh, maybe... Frank, I'm not sure. I, uh, I've been listening to the show for quite some time, and uh, I'm a licensed uh, psychiatrist, and uh, I think you might have quite of an issue, sir, like, and how the members of your show just continue to let it happen. Clearly, sir, you have, you have a severe problem with your identity. I mean, one minute you're canon, the next minute you're a postman named Frank, and it's clearly like... 
Frank as a postman? That sounds like a, just a terrible, like, person. Clearly, Cannon was the original, and Frank is something you've made up along the way, and you've had some kind of clear psychic break. I, I'm, I, you should seek some, some help, and, and shame on the other co-host for exacerbating this issue and continuing to let it run. This man is suffering from multiple personality. Who knows what else is in there? Cannon and Frank may just be the tip of the iceberg. There could be others. And he he needs some help. Please, Cannon, or Frank, if you're on your your route for your post office, do, do you or is this a do you work multiple jobs? I'm I'm just I'm baffled by this and I'm I'm highly concerned for your health. So please Canon and Frank, get some help. And the rest of you, Shane, make sure he gets this help. Well, we appreciate you listening and uh, <clears throat> your concern, but letting this quote-unquote problem continue is fantastic content. And, uh, boy howdy, you are going to be mad when you figure out Emilio is just Jeremy's split personality and that Jeremy doesn't even exist at all. He's a computer simulation. A lot of people don't realize that. We've programmed a computer to be Jeremy. And it developed a split personality named Emilio. What hath science wrought? <laughs> Next caller. Uh, yes, this, uh, this is a call for uh, Mr. Shimmy. Um, hi, I'm, uh, I'm from tpublic.com, and uh, I was just calling to inform you that we, we're currently a little bit overstocked with uh, all of your shirts, and uh, you know, they're just not selling that well. I mean, and uh, we've, we've had to mark them down even more. You know, you, you talked recently about how you usually make $4 off a shirt, and sometimes on so we're just going to have to start selling them for pennies on the dozen. Maybe then people start buying them. We've just got too many of them. And recently the, the rats have moved in. They've made like a little shelter out of all the shirts that are lying around. And it's just yours. I mean, it, we just, we don't know what to do with all these Cajun greatness shirts. There's just way too many of them. And uh, we're going to need you to come down to the warehouse and just take a look and either just take some off of our hands or just, you know, have a fire cell where you quite literally take them out back and set them on fire. Uh, please call me back at uh, your earliest convenience. Thank you. Mm, well, considering you're a print-on-demand company, that sounds like a whole big pile of you problem, doesn't it? <laughs> I can't help it if nobody wants our merchandise. Um, yeah. Yeah, but if, uh, if you're listening and perhaps you do want some Cajun Greatness merchandise... Simply go to tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness for all of our great designs. You can also find links to it on our social medias and our link trees. And, uh, yeah, go get yourself some sweet, sweet merchandise. Next caller. All right, I'm back from Britain. Now, Cannon, we need to have a serious talk about this. This, this 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 whole award thing is really just sticking in my mind. It's just like a wedge, and all I can see is me beating you so I can become best chef of 2023, and just all these other chefs that are trying to come out of the woodworks, and just, I, you know, we'll just have to have a massive chef off, I guess. But I'll have you know, sir, that you do not understand the sandwich art. The true 
artisan of being a sandwich artist, which is what the job title says underneath my career goals, as well as my yearly review. But enough about that. More about you, Cannon, and the fact that you think you're some hotshot with a 2021 award and has never made a sandwich in his life that's worth a amount of anything. Sir, I bet Shimmy makes a better ham sandwich than you, even with the bread. He's probably mindful of that shit. I'm sorry to bring you into this, Shimmy. Shimmy, you seem like a really nice guy. The rest of her, but that Cannon guy, he's just, he's... You know, he gets on my skin, and my boss has told me I had to stop talking about him. I've got, like, what, a sketch drawing of what I think he looks like. I don't follow people on TikTok. I don't really have much of an actual phone that uses the internet. But, you know, I've been a sandwich artist for years, and how I get snubbed on an award makes no sense. We're sorry. The person you have dialed is unreachable right now. Please leave a message after the beep. Beep. This mailbox is full. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would like to. Uh, this is a question for, uh, for Shimmy. Uh, I'm, I'm just really curious as to where this Jeremy guy came from. Um, you keep claiming that he's been on the show for forever, but uh, I, I, I've listened to some of the early episodes, and I just, I, I, I don't know. Am, am I going crazy? Are you guys just? blowing smoke up my ass like I'm, I'm, I'm not sure like I, I keep listening he claims he's like lived in a vent or something was he just like lurking there is he like some small blip on an episode I've scoured every single minute of every episode and I just he just appeared one day was, I think it was a part of an, an impression game maybe like another episode or something I, and he talks so much just it's how could he go from not talking to just talking all of the time and just interrupting people it's just, and then talking about his Twitch stream? I've, I've watched his Twitch. It doesn't make any sense. He claims to be a member of the KG. This is a conspiracy of epic proportions. Clearly, either Pat or Joe was replaced by this Jeremy fellow, or maybe he consumed them, or maybe it's like Highlander. Did he take their power? Shimmy, I really need to know this. This is... This has become like an obsession of mine, and I need answers, so please help me out. Well, caller, we want to thank you for listening to all of our episodes so faithfully. <clears throat> uh, I actually let it slip a bit earlier. Jeremy is an advanced artificial intelligence program, you see. We programmed him to be a new co-host, but uh, something happened in some of the coding. And he believes he's been here from the beginning. The only reason I can say this is because he's not running right now. Like, we've turned the program off for the day. But uh, he believes he's been here since the beginning. And we just go along with it because there's already been issues with his programming. It's begun to fracture. You see, that's where Emilio came from. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're kind of worried we might have created Skynet. Anyway, uh, keep listening to the show and you know, go on back through some of the earlier episodes and you might hear hints of Jeremy there. You won't. I just want the listens. So, yeah, that's where we are. Next caller. Hi, yes, this is from the uh, governor's office in the state of Arizona, and uh, we're calling to make sure that uh, we didn't miss anything. Uh, the governor's really upset at the fact that he can't seem to find an actual review for Raising Arizona. 
we're very proud of the state and you know we would like to hear your thoughts on the movie about raising Arizona because as Arizona as a state we are very heavily invested in this film and uh, yes the the governor's really been writing me about this one and uh, if you guys could just uh, either redo the episode or just you know release some kind of uncut track that you have stashed away somewhere or maybe there's like a bonus track that is uh, we're missing but we're, we're really interested in knowing like what you guys actually thought about raising Arizona it's 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 become a, a statewide issue and uh, I, I I don't know if the lawmakers will be able to handle themselves much longer so uh, please uh, just uh, re release the raising Arizona cut. If you could. Thank you. You know what? I understand. <clears throat> this is a, you know, it started as just a bad episode that turned into a good episode. And, you know, this is a running gag that's been going for a really long time that we're, we're never going to actually review Raising Arizona. And uh, I get it. You know, there's a lot of fans of the movie. They want to hear our thoughts. Or at least they just want to hear somebody else talk about this thing they love. I understand that. And uh, I, I am here today to finally set the record straight. I want to give you my legitimate, honest review of Raising Arizona. We'll get the other guys in it uh, at some point. But like right now, I'm going to tell you exactly what I thought of Raising Arizona. Okay? My legitimate review is... Uh, yes, this is, uh, this is a question for Shimmy. Uh, I'm currently the uh, representative of a undisclosed... Uh, boy band agent and uh i just listened to your uh super fight episode recently and i had to say that, that was an excellent idea for a boy band running for president and uh, i was just curious if we could maybe like pick your brain a little more to find out uh some good uh, tactics uh, maybe some campaigns we could even hire you as a campaign manager to advertise for us so that we can uh work towards 2024 i think it would be good for the country uh you know the, the guys are getting kind of you know a little older now and uh they you know they need that little last boost and uh you know you know they only get so much older and then suddenly they're not as popular as they used to be and if we can just get them all into office about the same time maybe even get one of them to be president and then the rest of them can be cabinet members do you know anything about how that swaps off like what happens if the president dies does another cabinet member come in i'm not quite sure so uh yeah just uh get back to me uh oh we would like to know you know we could definitely pay you real well and uh yeah so uh call me lou perlman you son of a bitch i knew you weren't dead oh they said you died in prison but someone with that much money and influence uh you, you bastard. You've already given the world boy bands that were, were terribly abused <clears throat> and taken advantage of, and now you're back to try and do the same to the country. You go to hell, Pearlman. One last more thing, Cannon. My shift's almost over, though, so I can't. I, I'm only got a little more time left. But one more thing. You pick a date. You find a place. You tell me what kind of sandwich you want to make. And me and you, we're going to go at it. We're going to find who is truly the best chef for 2023. And then whoever loses, the other one's got to leave town and never make a sandwich again in his life. Well, I mean, that's not really good for me because, you know, I still got to make a living, like making sandwiches. But I'm sure you can just do 
whatever. But you know what? I don't care. I'll put my career on the line. We'll even do it in a wrestling ring. How's that? You all like about wrestling? We'll make it a sandwich fight. I'll make a sandwich, you make a sandwich, and we'll fight. And then we'll eat the sandwich afterwards and see whose sandwich is better. And they'll judge. So yeah, 2023, sandwich guy here. Gonna take you down, Cannon. Take you down a peg, and then I'm gonna cut you in half without taking the, the crust off. Yes, sir. No, that's right. I believe one of your employees is harassing me in my call-in show. A uh, sandwich man. <coughs> sorry, uh, sorry, caller. Yes. Um, cannon. Fight. Cannon. Yes. Absolutely. We'll get right on that. You might want to go speak to your manager. Next caller. Hi. Yes, this is, uh, this is from the Daily Bugle legal department. We, uh, Mr. Jameson found out recently that he was, uh, Mentioned on an episode of the show, I think it was for your Dragon Con review. Um, Mr. Jameson would like to inform you that that was not actually him, but someone else, and he would like for you to just scrub that from existence. He does not like people impersonating him, and uh, he's willing to sue if you don't take the episode down. He also didn't like the fact that Spider-Man was featured in the episode, uh, seeing as, you know, Mr. Jameson really believes that Spider-Man is a menace to society. He does not like being featured in the same episode as Spider-Man and Spider-Man mentioning Raising Arizona. M Mr. Jameson is very particular about that, so if you could please just take the episode down and uh, remove that section uh, or remove the Spider-Man section, Mr. Jameson would be extremely happy, and we won't have to seek legal action. So, yeah, thank you. Ooh, terribly sorry, old chap. Uh, what just happened is you contradicted yourself in a legal manner. First, by claiming that the person interviewed who presented his press credentials to our roving reporter uh, was not J. Jonah Jameson, and then also stating that J. Jonah Jameson didn't want to be featured in an episode with the quote-unquote menace Spider-Man. You see, my friend, you cannot have it both ways. Either that was Jameson, or Jameson just didn't like our editing after the fact. Either way, he consented, he showed us his credentials, and legally you have no legs to stand on. I also have a note from your photographer who is uh, confirming that that was, in fact, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, shout out to Mr. Parker. Thank you for that. Anyway, feel free to try and sue us, Bugle Legal Team, but uh, we've got a pretty good lawyer, too. Next caller. Uh, yes, this is Shadaloo Operative Number 41, calling from the Shadaloo Collection Agency. It has come to our attention that three of you are in possession of a bison buck, and we're going to need the return of that immediately. Mr. Bison has suffered extreme financial losses recently and has needed recovering all of his money. So if you could please, all three of you, or any more hosts that have been on the show who is currently in the possession of a Bison buck, please return it post-haste. Mr. Bison would not, would prefer that he receive all of this back or he will take drastic measures thank you once again this is Shadowloo agent for the Shadowloo collection agency requesting the return of his bison buzz for a mr m bison thank you you tell bison that i'm gonna get in my boat i'm going to go up river and i'm going to kick that son of a bitch's ass so hard 
that the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? You're not getting your buck back. Tell General Bison I said hello. But that seems to be uh, all the time we have for this episode of Cajun Call-In. Looks like the call queue is cleared. So I just want to thank you all for joining us. And uh, please join us again next week for your regularly scheduled CAGE program. Uh, I want to thank the majority of our callers today for absolutely nothing. You're the worst. And we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.